Happy Crema Eve, y'all. Happy Crema Eve. It is Friday. This is December 24th. If you ain't get y'all shit yesterday, then just forget it today. Just let it ride out, okay? Get it on Monday. Woo! I'm off Monday. You should be off Monday, too, because one thing y'all not about to do is leave me with all this cleanup good food, new toys, and tell me to come to work on Monday. Who? Not me. Give me my PTO, please. So I was having a catch-up talk with my friend Jim Jam. We go back since high school. And um, we were talking on the phone, and he said, I think us as black people have grown too comfortable being independent from each other. <laughs> And I was like, wait a minute, compared to other cultures, it has become okay for black people, black women and black men to not need each other, but it's okay for us to need other races of people. And I said, mm. I agree, I agree. And I wanna talk about it and I wanna vent. And happy fake Santa Eve. Let's talk. Because Jim Jam was on to something. And I have thoughts about it. And I want to share with y'all. And I feel like it's a good little quick thing to think about. And that's why the title is called Waiting for Each Other's Fuck Up. The Black Edition. Because I think black people, okay, whatever that means... If your skin is a darker shade of brown and your hair is, you know, tightly curled or thick, you fall into this category living in America, right? It's not about, you know, what your heritage is or your ethnicity or all the races and ethnicities that create who you are. It's about what you look like in America, right? And for me and my children, we will fall in the category of black, okay? And so I want to talk about it. Not because I claim black on any uh, important documents, because I don't. Because black is not a thing. That is something in America that they just want to classify you as because that's how they categorize you but this is not what this show is today we don't have enough time to get into that so let's just talk about what we're here to talk about and it's the fact that society and social media and work life has created brick walls in between black men and black women and their egos to feel like I don't need a black woman to be great and I don't need a black man to be great. I need a different type of ethnicity so I could feel like I did something great. And every other ethnicity, it's like they have the green light to be great together and build together and have a family together. But when it comes to quote unquote black people in America, it's kind of like, ah, uh, he ain't shit. He ain't gonna be shit. She ain't shit. She ain't gonna be shit. She don't deserve to have a man that loves her and respects her because that's not what she like. Black women don't like this. Black women are this. Black men don't like that. Black men are this. You know what I'm saying? And I just want to talk about it. I just want to talk about it, okay? And if it don't apply to you, it don't apply to you. I'm not saying it's a definite for all, but I'm just saying overall, what Jim Jingham said kind of makes sense. Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. 
From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors and add blocks, no custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise. And with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. I'm not talking about girlfriends or boyfriends. I'm not talking about inconsistent hookups. I'm talking about why black women have far less patience and black men have far less patience for black women. And it's kind of like frowned upon for us to have each other. It's frowned upon for us to have the odds of having a healthy, loving relationship. It's, um, it's rare that people see us and think positive things, right? And the reality is we all have our shit, whether you're Native American, Indian, uh, Middle Eastern, Canadian, Jamaican, African, Australian, uh, Brazilian, wherever you're from, we all have our shit, okay? But the whole discussion of black women argue, fight, and are too aggressive is old as fuck. And y'all need to shut the fuck up because it's not true. We are not all one way. Black women are not all the same. All this black men hate on Clubhouse is so old and corny as fuck. That's why I deleted that fucking app. It was embarrassing to see every other ethnicity be on that app and have a different discussion. Whether it's um, building your brand, um, running a business, um, talking Bitcoin, uh, whatever. It's, it's a different topic. But when it came to predominantly, quote-unquote, black people, okay, it was always this, I hate you, you hate me, let me tell you why I do. It was nothing positive, and I hated that for us. It was embarrassing. I think it's too much uh, fake progress on Clubhouse. Um, it's too many rooms of problematic discussion. We're very... Uh, vain on there we're very uh let's talk about bbls let's talk about why your weave is this why your hair ain't this um let's talk about um lash girls let's talk about um why your kids is reading on a such and such level it's just very negative and nitpicky to the point where nothing you're talking about is about growth and and, and betterment okay there are amazing black men and women out here living and struggling on why they can't find love with someone who looks like them. Now, I'm not one of those no other ethnicity will work type of people because there are people who feel like black people should never mix their heritage or ethnicity with another race. I'm not that. My family is very biracial, multiracial, all of that. All of that jazz, okay? That is my family. That is who we are, okay? You know, Jamaicans are not just of African descent. Jamaicans are not just uh, uh, Indian or uh, from another island. Like, that's why it's called the West Indies. That's why it's called the West Indian market or supermarket or whatever it is because that's what people eat down here. You know what I'm saying? This is what people, what spices people use down here. This is what people are into down here. This is how we have breakfast. Like it's a culture thing. And I feel like everybody should be able to love who they love 
marry who you want to marry. But what I will never tolerate is anyone putting down a huge ethnicity of people based upon assumptions, a couple of experiences that you had that were not great, and what the masses say. Like, we have to stop doing that because that shit gets embedded into our children's minds and vision and eardrums of not being enough. You know, like, I'm not saying it's the equation, but most football players who are predominantly black, okay, when they become very successful football players, the overall outlook of it is you're going to get on. For black people, that means you're going to get in a better predicament, okay, successfully, financially, um, and, you, and you're going to get you a woman of a different race. Some football players do have black women as wives and as a mother of their children. And they are happy and healthy and they have a great relationship. But predominantly, it's just looked at as black men, when they get successful, they have to get a different type of ethnicity of a woman. Some black women feel like Black men ain't it. The only way to have a successful, happy relationship is to have a different ethnicity of a type of man. My thing is, stop having a preference based on your ignorance. Okay? Because life is about three E's before you can sit there and say, all people who are in this group are this. It's about your environment your experiences and your exposure before you can say, oh, this group of people is this. We all deserve a fair chance at love. We all deserve a fair chance at a healthy relationship. It has nothing to do with your skin tone, but it has everything to do with your personality, your character, your integrity, your um, intentions, your honesty, your education, your want to be in that relationship, what do you know as being healthy in a relationship? That is a factor. I don't care what color your skin is. We all deserve a fair chance to see what that is, figure out what that is. You, me, you know, my Jamaican-American ass, my kids when they grow up, I want them to to not have this pressure of, you know, you gotta make sure you get this man, or you gotta make sure you 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 find this person that looks like this, so you know you could be in a better predicament. I hope that's not the case by the time they get to an age where they want to have their own families and get married, if they want to get married, and I don't want them to be with people because of their skin being fetishized or their curls or their full lips. I feel like we deserve love because we are human, beautiful. We have different personalities and perspectives and different experiences. We have something to give to someone and they have something to give to us. I feel like we deserve to be loved not because of where we live, what we have, and what school we went to. I feel like black women and black men can be educated and love properly. We can have businesses and be business owners and love properly. We can be bold, eclectic, and spontaneous and love properly. A black man can be a blue collar worker and love properly. A black man can be a nerd and love properly. He can be a father of three and still manly while being loved properly. And so can a black woman. And it's not about how much much more money she makes over him or the other way around. Over time, society has tricked us black people into not needing each other. But the thing is we do need each other. We do need each other. 
So no, it's not 1950 anymore. No, it's not the 80s anymore. It's not the 90s anymore. But as far as like having a successful, happy um, example of what unity is in black culture with us, with our communities, our environment, and our families, our children need to see it. And the only people that can help us is us. So spend the time and get to know a person before you do something more permanent with them. Spend the time and actually see if you like a person or love a person or can grow with a person for real. Spend the time and try to figure out what a person's cons are. Spend the time and try to see like, okay, what's your version of love? What do you think that is? What does that look like? What do you want? What did you grow up seeing that you don't want to happen for you or your children or your family? What's a level of love that you see on TV that you want to, you know, bring into your own? Do you know what this is? Do you know what that is? Tell me something I don't know about you. Tell me something that you're scared to share. Let me tell you something that I've always been scared of. Let me tell you why I'm closed off. Let me tell you why I don't like hugs. Let me tell you why I I don't believe in, you know, sharing feelings. Let me tell you why I don't cry. Let me tell you why I don't, you know, like to take things from people. Why I don't like people being nice to me. Like, that all comes from something. And it shouldn't take a white man to make a black woman feel beautiful or Indian man to make a black woman feel beautiful. It shouldn't take a white girl to make a black man feel wanted or or deserving or any type of other race. Like, if you're a black man, you came from a black woman or a black man. If you're a, a, a black woman, you came from a black woman or a black man. Like, let's stop the shit. The odds of anybody today in 2021 being one ethnicity are low as fuck. And so, like, this constant conversation and discussion and argument about who's better and what you need and you need to stop dating this person and you need to stop talking to this person and uh, she looks ghetto and and we don't do that here and you gotta wear this and your family gotta live here in order to have a better opportunity. Stop that shit. Black women and black men need each other and I'm not telling you that you cannot date different ethnicities. I'm not telling you that you cannot marry and have a family with a different ethnicity, but I'm just saying the hate that happens between black men and black women and this pull where we avoid each other and we don't want to build with each other or help mend each other is dumb. It's dumb and we have to stop allowing society to tell us who we are and research and read and figure out that shit for ourselves. Stop being lazy. Stop waiting for someone to feed you information and feed yourself information. The stats are not always true. And you know why the stats are not always true? Because the stats of information that people need when it comes to black people are always pushed in a negative outlook. Who is going around doing a stat on how many families are actually happy who have a black husband and a black wife and black children? Who is doing the stat on how many single mothers or single fathers remarry to a black partner and have a healthy lifestyle in a great neighborhood and their kids go to great schools and they have great grades, nobody. Because that's not a stat 
that's braggable or will have attention. Just because the stat is not there does not mean it's not happening. Just because the stats for black men and black women are always segued into a negative outlook doesn't mean positive things are not happening. You know what's a um a measurement that I always hate that still in 2021 is brought to as if it only happens to black people is HIV testing. If you ride through Atlanta and you go in predominantly uh, areas where mostly black people live, you'll see um, ads on bulletins and um, advertisements on highways for do your HIV testing, do your HIV testing. As if Hispanic people are not affected by HIV. Um, Anglo-Saxon European people are not affected by HIV. Middle Eastern people are not affected by HIV. Korean people are not affected by HIV. It's still pushed as being a black problem. A bigger number with black people. It's 2021. It's 2021. The prisons are still predominantly black. AKA the new way of slavery that's illegal because of capitalism. Okay? A lot of our mothers and fathers would have been more successful if their parents weren't locked up because of experiment the government wanted to do in different areas. A lot of our children's fathers and mothers could have been out here raising their children properly if they weren't locked up because of experiments this government wanted to do on black people. And I tell people this all the fucking time. This federal law versus state law and legislation is a fucking capitalist motherfucking trap. Because if a wrong is a wrong is a wrong, then it's wrong no matter where the fuck you are. Not because this state or this property line starts here and ends here. Because a fucking wrong is a fucking wrong. State laws are dumb. State rights are dumb. They're just loopholes for people to do their bullshit if you have enough money to do your bullshit. Even the media, the media attention that R. Kelly got as far as his trial and what's going on in his life and his wrongs, because he has done some wrongs, are blasted all over every fucking thing. But this Epstein shit is very quiet. And that trial is going on right now. I don't even know what that hoe name, that white hoe is named. What is her name? She caught up in this bullshit. It's very quiet for her right now with this trial going on. This shit is top motherfucking secret. And this is why I tell people laws are not about right or wrong and getting justice and and punishment. It's about capitalism. If 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 you want to do something illegal, it being a law or illegal is not going to stop you from doing what's illegal. It's not. It's not. The reason that there are laws is to have something to say in court and to have certain amounts of money uh, paid because you did something you wanted to do. That this state or county or uh, 
under federal ruling says it costs this because you did this and you need to pay this. Even fucking tickets. If I went through a stop sign versus changing lanes without an indicator, how dare you tell me how much this costs over that wrong? A wrong is a wrong. It should all be the same fucking price. It's just ways to get more money from people who are not able to support their lifestyles anyway. And it's a selfish way of looking at shit. Because when you when you do something that is against their uh, perspective, right? And when I say their perspective, I'm talking about government. How the fuck did we get here? This is not what this show is about. But I'm just saying, like, when you do something that's against their ruling or their decisions, they tell you how much time of your life they want to take for free labor. It's an exchange for capitalism. It's legal slavery. Because just because you put somebody away doesn't mean you get to tell them they have to work and how much they have to work for. And then you turn around and say, just because they were doing this in prison, you come out of prison and you want to get back into society and make a living for yourself. And you also there either put them on probation or you limit what jobs will hire them, even though in prison they were skilled to do that thing, now that they're out and they're quote unquote free, depending on what color you are, you are not able to do this job because of your criminal record. It's a fucking capitalistic trap. So my thing is like, what's the difference between a doctor and pharmaceutical companies pushing experimental drugs versus a drug everybody knows about on the streets, wherever, distributed by someone who has a plethora of options for that drug and distributes out without it being taxed. It's only wrong because the government hasn't agreed to put a price tag on it. Because in some states right now, marijuana is okay to use, green-lighted. Don't worry about it, not illegal here. The only reason why it's not legal in other states is because they haven't put a price on it. They haven't figured out their tax percentage of what they would like to be paid before people can use it with us picking them up and charging them and making them pay fees for shit. If I wanted to go buy weed right now, there's plenty of places I could go buy it. If I wanted to buy alcoholic drinks probably on Sunday in certain places where it's not legal there's plenty of places where I can buy like a law being a law is not stopping someone from doing something it's because this government hasn't figured out a way to name their price yet so when I come back to this fucking topic of black people being trained in society to hate themselves and hate the women that look like them and hate the men that look like them, but be okay and great for everybody else. It's a fucked up mindset. And a lot of people only procreate and um, hunt for people who are black for... The ability to sometimes have a claim to be a part of that culture. Sometimes um, they fetishize uh, black people.
It's Christmas Eve, y'all. Y'all already know. Y'all already know. Where is the birch? It's at She Gets His Shop on Teespring. How can you donate? It's at Red Circle. The link is in the show notes. How can you support? Drop a review either on Apple, Google, Spotify, Podbean, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Amazon, wherever you listen to your She Gets It podcast. Drop a review there. Rate the show. Alright. I need some new reviews so more people will know about the show because that's how we get that's how we get the common sense out here in these streets as to what's really going on. More she gets it awareness okay thank you guys i hope you guys enjoy y'all weekend and your family and friends and if you are down because you are grieving having a major holiday without a loved one i'm sorry i'm sorry but most importantly whoever you lost wants you to enjoy yourself your day your weekend uh, the rest of your life. So do that for them. Um, and be good to yourself. Back to the show. Sometimes they just want to have a say to be in the spaces of black people. And some. And what's so crazy is it's not all either. It's not all people who are of a different ethnicity other than quote unquote black people that are negative about black people are who are in it for a negative reason but I'm just saying this whole you know I married this white man because black man ain't shut the fuck up or I married a white woman or an Asian woman or a Middle Eastern woman, or a woman from Australia, or Canada, or Switzerland, because black women or men ain't. Shut the fuck up. Marry who you marry because you love them as a person. You love their personality. You love how they pour into you. You love how they nurture you. You love how they build you up. Marry them because it was more than what I saw. It was about what you felt. But don't marry a a woman because her hair is thick. And I've always been curious about black women. Don't marry a black man because he's big and strong and I love his skin. I love, you know, his country accent. I love the fact that, you know, our babies will look like this. I love the fact that whenever we go somewhere, people just look and stare. Don't do that. Are you done wrapping gifts yet? bitch been talking I know I've been talking I've been talking a lot but um what Jim Jim said was on point like black women and black men are well trained on thinking we don't need each other and we do okay um And for a long time in the United States, uh, black men and black women, all we had was each other. All we had was each other when it came to racism, living in the South, um, even living in the North, um, and having to hide out and having to trust people who didn't look like us. But now that we have more freedom and more say um, and more backing, all of a sudden we don't need each other. How are we good enough in the past to struggle with 
to have success. And now that we have a plethora of ways of success, all of a sudden society has trained us so well to feel like we don't need each other. We're not enough for each other. We're not worthy of each other. That's not a, that's not a look of greatness to be with each other, to support each other, to love each other. How? Tell me out. Tell me why. <laughs> make that shit make sense. Make that shit make sense. I love my kids. I love my nephews. I love my nieces. But I don't love the ignorance that the, I have to raise them in. I don't love having to explain why my children's hair looks like that or why their skin is that tone. I don't like having to defend who their fathers are, who my mother is, who my father is. Can we have better questions? Can we have uh, something other than what you look like? You know, where do you live? Like, when kids are playing outside, what race of people see children playing and demand to know where that child lives. Um, why are they here? Are, are, ask, the, ask the other children except for that child like they are not human. Is this person bothering you because of their skin tone? The reality is black is still seen as wrong. Brown, dark brown skin tone is still see as wrong. Thick hair is still see as wrong. You need to fix it. And I'm not saying the same level of hatred is still of today, but I am saying it. let's stop acting like it doesn't still exist today. Let's stop acting like, I think it was UPS. This year, or was it the end of last year, approve natural hair to be professional for for that company. Let's stop acting like that's not a thing. Let's stop acting like people don't know when someone has locks as their hair to stop calling it dreads because dreads were uh, seen as something horrible or nasty or not appropriate. But it's okay if another ethnicity does it. Let's stop acting like <laughs> these uh, artists and musicians just uh, can come in, take um, styles of music, not want to give hip-hop, rock and roll, R&B, jazz, it's credit due to quote-unquote black people, but want to come up with other genre names and be like, oh, no, my sound is not hip-hop, it's this. It's this genre. Shut the fuck up. Because without hip-hop, jazz, rock and roll, all of these different genres of music, you wouldn't have whatever the fuck you want to call that bullshit. And what I just said just applies to the artists that come in and think they're going to create another motherfucking genre and be like, oh no, this is not hip-hop. But when I go through my motherfucking iTunes and I put that bitch on shuffle in a genre, your motherfucking song pops up, ho. I just want to make this shit make sense. Because this shit don't be making sense. 
Everybody want to motherfucking dance now. And that's cool. You could be any ethnicity and you want to motherfucking dance to whatever you want to dance to, right? And it's cool and it's accepted. You go to Japan, they love fucking hip hop. They dance to hip hop. They love R&B from black people. But Asians and, 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 and Koreans still have an issue with black people. Hispanic people still have an issue with black people. Dominican people still have an issue with black people. A lot of Africans have an issue with American black people. A lot of Jamaicans are still bleaching their skin. It's a very love-hate thing when it comes to black culture with everybody. So when it comes to black men loving on black women, if you're not black and you haven't had a discussion with yourself and you lack self-care and self-love for yourself, please do you and everybody else around you a favor and shut the fuck up. Because how can it be okay to talk like you are black, dance like you are black, dress like you are black, look at black culture of people and how they live. Try to duplicate that on TV and movies, on social media. But in real life, for black people, it's still a crime to be their skin tone. Makes sense for me. Because unlike you liking a dance or liking a song or liking a style of dressing, my children still have to be looked at as they're not good enough or, you know, something is wrong with them or they're in the wrong community or they can't possibly live somewhere or they can't possibly be able to afford whatever is in the store because of their skin tone. I'm not saying people can't be with who they want to be with and love who they love. But when it comes to black men and black women, I will not be in a room with black women and black men full of ignorance saying why black women don't deserve or black men don't deserve. Please shut the fuck up. You're a clown. Anybody participating in that room is a fucking clown. You're a clown. And every other ethnicity of people on a global level are looking at you as a clown. And because of your clown shit, they group us together as clowns. And every time I have to speak up for myself or my family... I have to fight off your bullshit. Anyway, <laughs> I hate that this is a conversation on Christmas Eve, but have a real discussion when you write them presents. Really think about how you participate in the bullshit that is black hate even as a quote-unquote black person? Did you pick your mate because of how they would make your children look? Did you pick your mate because they have a green light to live in the communities comfortably with you? Did you, did you pick your mate because in your culture that's looked at as a trophy? Or did you actually pick your mate because you actually love them, desire them, and pour into who they are despite how they look. 
Your answers are going to tell you how you participate in black hate. When you see black people, is your overall thought process negative or is it just people who happen to be darker skin tone? When you see communities of of black, predominantly black people being torn down and uh, develop into high-rise condos that you know that most of the black people that were living in these apartments here before cannot afford, do you think about where all of these black people now have to live or where did they go or how were they treated? If you look at every fucking major city in the United States that was predominantly black people and you see how the policing is there and you see how the schools is there and you see how um, their communities look and how developers come in, pick space and tear down homes, apartments, schools, hospitals with no funding all of a sudden. Schools don't have the budget all of a sudden. No one's coming to school all of a sudden. Have y'all have y'all thought that the predominantly black students are not coming to a school because the school is making them sick? So you not funding the school and not taking care of the school properly is making parents not even want to send their kids to school, not because they don't want to send their kids to school, but because you're purposely pushing their kids out of school so you can have an excuse to tear down the school. Nothing is one-sided. Nothing is one-sided. Even even this bullshit in Chicago. I promise y'all, I'm going to get y'all off of this thing because I've been talking. This bullshit in Chicago about Chicago shootings and shit. Yeah, the shootings is, is, is high as fuck. The death rate is high as fuck. But it's only in certain areas of fucking Chicago. And I'm telling you, other races and ethnicities of people will not be in certain areas of Chicago if it didn't have the protection and the policing and the comfortability that they are given for whatever the reason they're giving it. And we know it's fucking money. If the government in Chicago didn't have it set up that way. They're not gonna come up with a solution for black people living in the city of Chicago because the goal is to let them kill off themselves. Police like this over here, but fuck it over here. These people's best bet in Chicago is to move out of Chicago or Die and risk it in Chicago. And when we get to a percentage of black people being in Chicago that we can handle and undermine, then that's when we'll come in and we'll clean up this area and raise the fucking prices. They did the same, they doing the same shit in Louisiana. It's like a slow, intentional fucking push out. It's not by accident. It's not by happenstance. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. And this is why like, I hate when people be like, oh, you know, I would never think that would happen here. This is such a good community and neighborhood. There's no such thing as a good community and neighborhood. But there is such a thing as people feeling like they have no options and now they have to go out and quote unquote get it. So if you have a community and people work a job that they can get that wants to hire them so they can afford where they live and everybody's comfortable and they can get what they need and they can provide for their families, there is no reason for them to want to go out and rob people and kill people and take things. 
But if you have an environment where people have no options, the places that are hiring them don't even pay them enough to make ends meet, and they don't have grocery stores within five miles of their homes that sell fresh groceries and not that processed produce shit with chemicals all over it, it ain't nothing for multiple people to pile up in one vehicle and go into one of those nice neighborhoods and take what they're not getting in their own communities. So some communities are getting resources and opportunities that other communities are not getting. And because people are human and they need things, if you don't create the spaces and the resources for them to get that, they're going to figure out where they can get that. <laughs> Whew. I think I'm done. I think I'm done, y'all. I think I'm done. I think that's all I wanted to say um, about waiting for each other's fuck-ups, the black edition. Because a lot of black women and a lot of black men don't want to start relationships with each other because they're so ready and aggressively ready to attack someone's mistakes and and, and fuck-ups and them not knowing, you know, what love is properly and them not knowing how to have a family in a healthy way. Black people have so much against them at the start of anything that it's hard for them to be on the same level when they start anything. And I'm not saying that they can't fix it or there are no resources because everybody goddamn there has Wi-Fi, okay? If you need therapy, take your ass to therapy. But I'm just saying like, our start is never everybody else's start. Our, Our timeouts and our breaks and our breathers need to be longer than most. Our chances need to be more than most in many areas. And we don't got time because I'm already at 45 minutes. And <laughs> y'all got things to do. I got things to do. I want to chill tomorrow and enjoy my food with my friends and my family. And that's what I'm going to do. I hope that you guys do the same. Remember, this is a fake-ass holiday. Realistically, Jesus Jehovah, whatever you call him, and things. You can look up all that real facts in a cyclopedia, okay? It was not Christmas, okay? This is a paganistic holiday. Um, The reasons why you may celebrate Christmas is not the reasons I celebrate Christmas, really, okay? But that's neither here or there. Do your thing. Enjoy your family and friends. Be safe. Okay, just because it's Christmas for you, it could be go run and get that for somebody else. Be safe. Keep your head on a swivel. Um, don't do anything I want to do and uh, enjoy. Enjoy y'all weekend and all that stuff. I will catch y'all asses on when Monday. We gonna, we gonna wrap this year up in a good way. Peace.